Shalom, everyone. Shalom, Shalom, Rav. Shalom, Aleichem. Shalom, Aleichem. Shalom. Hi. Welcome to my home. Can everyone hear me? We can hear yeah, we can hear you. Hear, Rob. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, we can hear you. Hear you. I see all the names. I think if I, I read all the names, it'll take about 45 minutes. And then uh, that'll be the end of the class, the beginning of the class, the end of the class. Now, maybe, the, maybe that's more noble than, than anything else. You know, I don't know. I do see certain people here with uh, to fill in on. I know there's a time difference, but like, wow, to have a class with to fill in. Some of the great participants here are wearing the, uh, the to fill in. In any case, uh, Shalom Vracha. I would like to uh, send each of you Racha and Ahava from Yerushalayim Yerakodesh. Deepest levels of blessings and love from the Holy City. Thank you so much for joining. Uh, each of the technological developments each of the improvements in society on some level are connected to the eschatological visions of Mashiach. So Zoom, in my opinion, is not merely a technicality of how to communicate with each other now. I think that Zoom is part of that process, part of the process of Moshiach. Uh, in several places, in Sefer Yishayahu, in the book of Isaiah, Am Yisrael, that's all of you, wherever you may be, Am Yisrael is charged with fulfilling the role of Ar Lagoyim, we're supposed to be a light unto the nations, the illumination for all of the nations of the world, the shining force, enlightening humanity. In uh, the 42nd chapter of Isaiah, in Yeshayahu Membet, we read, Ve'etencha livrith am le'or goyim. HaKadosh Baruch Hu set us up set up the Jewish nation to become the covenantal force of the entire world, the light unto the nations. Am Yisrael is supposed to teach, is supposed to ins inspire the world. Later, also in Yeshayahu, in the 49th parish, we read, Unitaticha laor goyim. I will make you, Am Yisrael, the light of the nations. My salvation shall extend all the way to the ends of the earth. Yes, we are charged to teach the entire world. According to certain opinions, the extension of that 
which we read this coming Shabbat, Be'ezrat Hashem, three of the most famous words in the entire Tanakh, Be'ahavta, L'Re'echa, Kamocha, you shall love your friend as you love yourself. Rav Chaim Vital, the closest student of the Arizal, Rabbi Zekluria's closest disciple, he writes in Sha'arei Kedushah, he writes that part of this mitzvah, the extension of the concept of Yahavtal Kamocha is to love the Gentiles as well, to be connected to the whole world. In his language, V'yohavet kol habiriyot, afilu goyim. One of the reasons that our nation was exiled to every imaginable, every unimaginable location on inhabited planet Earth was in order to fulfill this mission of Or La'amin. However, as I've often heard from one of the great teachers of Torah here in Yerushalayim, Rav Yoel Schwartz, he lives in our neighborhood here in Ma'alot Tufna. The time has come for the Jewish people to return home. So how can we be the Orla Amin if we're going to be here in Eretz Yisrael? If we're going to be here in Yerushalayim? How can we impact upon the whole world? How can we teach them all? How to fulfill Mamlechet Kohanim, the kingdom of priests, the kingdom of teachers. We're supposed to be teaching everyone. How can you teach them if you're no longer near them? If there's no close proximity to most of the world, how could you be their teacher? How will we actualize or Lagoyim? Rav Schwartz explained, and I think that this class, each of you, I see all your names here. I'm so happy to see you. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Some people joining now also. I appreciate it. So maybe the way we'll be able to do it is through this great invention that God brought about in the Messianic era. Rav Schwartz explained that it is for this very reason, amongst, of course, many others, that God arranged for the first time in world history, the first time ever, Hashem opened new, previously unknown channels of direct international communication. First through telephones, radio, television, faxes, satellite hookups, internet, Facebook, Skype, and what we're doing now through Zoom. Part of the reason for all this has something to do with the secret of Mashiach, with the secret of the Messianic era. And it's perhaps helping us in our critical role as Am Yisrael. A person can sit in his or her home in Yerushalayim and teach all the nations of the world wherever they may be. My suggestion is that Zoom is messianic. 
Baruch Shakol Baralech Vodo. Everything in the world was created and can be connected to the glory of God. And that's what's happening right now. Zoom unites even those who are not yet physically together. Even with social distancing. Even if we're in different continents. We're all together. We dedicate our study today to the immediate and complete healthy recovery of all those suffering both physically and psychologically from this pandemic. May Hashem remove the coronavirus from the entire world together with removal of all forms of illness, of all forms of pain, with the blessing of Hashem starting today to remove all anguish, all anguish from the entire world. And I'd like to share with you my feelings. I hope it's okay to speculate with you. I sense some hidden aspect of the mystery of Mashiach in that which is happening worldwide right now. One of the greatest of Amoraim, you've all studied about him. His name was Rabbi Yohanan. If you look at the Masechet Sanhedrin 98b, that's Sarihet Amud Bet. Rabbi Yohanan, Ula, Rabbah, these are the great, great rabbis of the period of the Gemara. They all seem to have said the same thing. And their statement is extremely, extremely confusing, extremely perplexing. And I quote, Yetei velo ihmineh. I want Mashiach to come. Yetei. May Mashiach arrive, but I don't want to see him. I don't want to see Mashiach. The greatest Rabbanim in world history, they don't want to see Mashiach. Rabbi Yochanan is not interested in seeing Mashiach. Ula doesn't want to see Mashiach. Rabbah doesn't want to see Mashiach. The answer is that they all knew that part of the messianic happening will be connected, has for shalom, great suffering in the world. Yetei, yes, I'm interested in Mashiach, but Velo Echaminei, I don't want to see him. I can't live through it. It's too much for me. I don't want to witness these events. Too much pain, too much suffering, too much death, too much bereavement. I think each of you, each of us, has heard of the concept of Hevlei Mashiach. Hevlei Mashiach is a notion that's spoken of often in our sources. 
And roughly speaking, what it means is that there are difficult circumstances which will lead up to Mashiach. Literally, Hevle Mashiach, the pangs of Messiah. Hevle Mashiach is a term that's borrowed from the process of birth. In several places in Tanakh, the Nevi'im prophets compare the redemption to the process of birthing a child. Hosea. Hosea speaks in chapter 13, verse 13 of Hosea. He speaks about how the nation, the world, is going to experience chevlei yoleida. They will experience the pangs of childbirth. They will feel today, I think, in the Messianic era, they'll feel these chevlei yoleida. They'll experience contractions. We just read together this past Shabbat in the Haftarah of Shabbat Rosh Chodesh last chapter of the book of Isaiah, several references to the Gula redemption, comparing that redemption to the birth of a baby. Ha'ani, chapter 66 of Isaiah, the last parak, Perak Samach Vav Yishayahu, the Haftarav Shabbat Rosh Chodesh. Ha'ani Ashbir, the low Olid, you think I'll bring the woman up to the point of birth? And then you think I'll begin this process and stop? Speaking of the redemption, speaking of the Mashiach, you think I'm going to bring all these contractions and then there won't be a birth? You really think That'll stop the delivery before the baby has born and been born. Bezrat Hashem. No woman in Am Yisrael and no woman in the world will ever again have to go through any pain, any discomfort in association with the miraculous birth of a child. I bless each of you the right time each of you with their spouses, to be able to experience that great blessing of birth painlessly. As we approach the perfected world, that which was said to Chava, Arba, Arbe, Itzivonech, Beheronech, Beetzev Teldibanim. HaKadosh Baruch Hu told Chava, after the first sin, the downfall of Adam and Eve, there'll be suffering and pain associated with bearing children. Those words spoken by God in the actualized, fulfilled world of Geulah, there'll be no further pain in childbirth. But in the past, and Bezrat Hashem, only in the past, anyone who has ever experienced labor, anyone who has studied the details of the birth process 
surely knows that generally speaking, the intensity of the contractions intensifies as one gets closer and closer, as the birth, the actual birth is approaching. Stronger and stronger contractions, longer contractions. As the baby is about to emerge, the strongest of contractions that's necessary, physiologically speaking, to help the woman deliver healthfully. This process, interestingly enough, this process of the baby's head emerging and surfacing is referred to in the literature, the literature of birthing. The term that's used is a term called crowning. The baby's head is coming out, crowning. That's the final stage of birth and often the most challenging. Corona is from the Latin word corona, which means a crown. The English word crown is connected to the word corona. Under a microscope, the coronavirus resembles the shape of a crown. Can we suggest? You're welcome to dismiss this, but this is what I was thinking. Can we suggest that what we're experiencing now in the world, the last stages, the crowning experience right before birth, that maybe we're all waiting for that geula, we're all waiting for Mashiach, and we are now at the process of the crowning of the birth, corona. Often, the delivering woman at the stage of crowning is recommended to go beyond the pain that she's currently experiencing. And what's often said to a woman at that stage is, visualize, just think ahead. Yes, now it's so painful. Now, they're in the past only and not in the future, there are women screaming sometimes at that moment of crowning. Visualize that beautiful, happy, and healthy baby that you will be holding and nursing in but a few more minutes just another few contractions and you'll experience birth. Just a few more minutes. Is it okay to suggest can the world pandemic be one of the scenarios, possible scenarios of Mashiach? I can't guarantee that what I'm saying is valid, but it allow me to explore that possibility with you. Maybe, maybe the darkest part of the night is right before the crack of dawn. Maybe it's so dark out there in the world now. I don't know when the last time it was so dark. The whole world is in darkness. And maybe they're all in darkness right before the light of day. And although each of us is doing their best to follow and to respect the guidelines of social distancing, 
in a certain sense, humankind has never been so together as right now. Right now, as we speak, in a certain sense, you're not allowed to shake hands with anyone, but in a certain sense, we're all holding hands. We're holding hands across the globe. When's the last time that happened? Conceptually speaking, holding hands with that strong grip, everyone in the whole world. That sounds messianic to me. That sounds like something connected to Moshiach. If only, if only the true Torah Moshiach leader would today arise and begin teaching, guiding, directing the entire world. Everyone is thirsty for it. They're all looking for guidance. Imagine if there's a Torah person. Now imagine if there's someone speaking in the name of God who could direct the world to the restoration of the highest levels of good health and productivity. Moshiach is a concept of universalism. It's not limited merely to the members of the Jewish nation. Yakiru v'yedu kol yoshvei tevel. You know what that means? Kol yoshvei, the whole world. That's what we pray for every day. And some of us say it three times a day. Yakiru v'yedu kol yoshvei tevel, the whole world. So when do we have, I, I, I always try, how will this happen? The whole world? The whole world doesn't even talk to each other. The whole world doesn't even have much in common. Even the most wicked of people, even the most far off places. Remember the prayer we say often on Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur? Everyone is going to join together. How can everyone join together? Remember the words of Tzfanya, the prophet? In the third chapter of Tzfanya? He az epoch el amim safa brura likro chulam b'shem Hashem l'avdo shchem echad. Hashem will bring a united language to the entire world. They'll all join together. They'll all worship God together. One united accord. One united resolve. Today, today, right now, anywhere, everywhere, people are all talking the same language. They're not speaking all the Kulam, B'Shem Hashem, as Tzfanya said. Not the whole world is talking the same language. All the news reports, go to any country, go to any country's news, the newspapers, television, radio, what are they saying? They're all saying the same thing. All the news reports in hundreds and hundreds of countries, they all sound more or less the same. 
maybe this is a step towards Mashiach. They're all talking about the United World Challenge at the moment. Can this potentially be a stepping stone to the true unity? To the true unity that we've all been praying for. With all the spirit of the prophetic words. The whole world has been praying. You know how long? Thousands were waiting for that moment where everyone can be together. So we're finally together. Everybody's together. Now, how do we what do we do with that moment of being together? Could this be the moment that the biblical Naveem spoke of? All the nations, all the people, on some level, we are all approaching a certain level of cognitive awareness. As Eov spoke in the book of Job, chapter 31, he speaks about here how he showed respect. He showed respect and respectful levels of dignity to all people. Hello, Vabeten, Oseni Asalu. Every single person, the way I was created, that's the way they were created. Did not God, did not the one who made me in the womb, in the belly, also make them? We're all together. Vayichunenu, Barahem, Ahad, the force of one, the force of Hashem. Says the Yo, the Ahad, the Hashem Ahad created all of us. In my lifetime, I don't remember a time when the world was together, when the world was holding hands. And maybe this is the moment. Maybe this is the moment with the proper guidelines and directions that we could take this united feeling and reach out to the whole world and unite everyone with that vision of Mashiach. You know, Mashiach stems from very, very problematic origins. It's well known that Mashiach is from the family of Ruth, and Ruth is a family of converts, a convert from a rejected people of Lo Yavo, Amoni, Moavi, a Moabite. Is that the way to bring Mashiach? There's no Jewish can't find a Jewish line, a Jewish heritage, where all the parents and grandparents and great-grandparents were all Jewish. Why the need to go out to the out world, the world of Moab? You know the origins of Mashiach, Lot and his daughter, Lot and his daughter, Yehuda and his daughter-in-law. That has something to do with the lineage and the heritage of Mashiach. Even those, Mashiach is the unifying force which brings everyone together. Even those who have reached depraved levels of behavior, even those involved in the world of incest, conceptually speaking, Mashiach is uniting the whole world right now. The whole world is together. Taste of Mashiach, a taste of Chevlei Mashiach, leading to Mashiach. It has been claimed over and over again 
that one of the greatest unifying forces in the world is a common problem. If people are suffering in a similar way, and the cause of their suffering is similar, very often there's a bond between those people. Maybe the current joint pain and anguish will bring the world ever so closer together in a positive way. Especially, especially in Am Yisrael, we're all together. Our broken hearts, are truly with all the broken mishpachot, those who have sat, shiva, those who are sitting, shiva, those who are hospitalized, those who are not well, we're all together. We're all unified. All those people who are in solitude, we're with all of them. And even if someone does not know anyone who has been negatively impacted by the virus, we're all in this together. Joint responsibility, joint unification, sympathy, empathy. You know, the Gemara teaches in Masechet Ta'anit. If you're interested, it's on Daf Yud Aleph. Isman she Yisrael shreim b'tzar u'pereish ahad mehem. And Am Yisrael is suffering. And one person, they're doing their own thing. They don't feel the pain of the community. They're not all together. They're, uh, I don't want to use a harsh word, but they're selfishly just living their own life. A person should not say, okay, I'll go home, okay, you know, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that there are people in the hospital. I'm sorry to hear that people, I've been, not me, you know, I'm okay. I'll go home. I'll go home. And I'll eat and I'll drink. And everything's okay with me. That's not the way to live. That's not the Torah view. We're supposed to be feeling the desire of others. It says about HaKadosh Baruch Hu, It says about God and Tehillim. We say it on Shabbat morning. You know how God wrote about the first revelation to Moshe. It says in the book of Shemot, there's a thorn bush. God couldn't find any more glorious tree for the revelation. A thorn bush? Yeah, maybe a thorn bush. Because if you've ever been very close to a thorn bush, Maybe you know that sometimes it can be very unpleasant. Symbolically speaking, 
Am Yisrael is suffering, I'm suffering with them. Remember the story about Moshe during the uh, battle against Amalek? And Moshe is raising his hands in prayer. And Moshe Remember that? At the end of Parshat Mishalach. It's also the reading. It's also the reading for uh, Purim. Fidei Moshe Kvedim. He couldn't keep his hands up. He was tired. So it says uh, he, he needed something to sit on. He needed something to relax on. Videi Moshe Kvedim. Vayikhu Even. Vayikhu Even. Vayasimu Tahtav. So they took a stone and Moshe sat on the stone. Moshe sat on a rock. Now, Egypt, it says explicitly they had Kamalot. Was nothing more comfortable to sit on? Asks the Gemara. I don't know what this means. It says here on my screen, my uh, internet connection is unstable. I don't know if that means that I'm unstable. Yeah. Or everyone, please forgive me. I don't know what this means. It's... We can hear you fine over here. What? We can hear you. Okay, Hashem should bless you. I guess you could have room even for unstable connection. Uh, uh, I mean, they couldn't find a car, a said a cushion, a pillow. He has to sit on a stone. You have to sit on a rock. So Moshe felt, I'm Israel's going through a battle. Okay, I'm not in the battlefield. I want to feel their, I want to feel their battle. And maybe that's the secret. What we're supposed to be feeling now. And I'd like to share a Hasidic teaching that I once studied. As we all perhaps recall, Parashat Noah speaks the beginning of the Parashat about the details of that great flood which destroyed the world. Later in the parasha, towards the end of Parashat Noah, it continues to relate that at some point after the flood, humanity united in an effort to become one. It was done in an improper way. And tragically, it was unsuccessful. Perhaps, why are they trying so hard to be together? Perhaps it can be suggested that the human response to that flood pandemic was the longing for the spirit of unity. However, they unfortunately erred in how they wanted to bring about the noble dream of oneness. The Midrash teaches, look at Yalkut Shimoni on Parashat Noah, Shirashirim Rabbah, and elsewhere. It speaks about a future flood, a future Mabul in the time of Mashiach. But God swore there will be no Mabul. So uh, Rabbi Yose teaches, no, there won't be a Mabul Shalmai. And I quote, Rabbi Yose Omer, Mabul Shalmayin, Eino Mevi, Aval Mabul Shaldever, Mevi. 
Limota Mashiach. In the Messianic era, today, there'll be some Mabul Shaldever. There'll be some great plague which will affect the whole world. And perhaps, as I once studied, the unified Dar Haflaga, the Tower of Babel, in the past it failed. But maybe the response of humanity to this Mabul, I hope which will be over way before we end this class, this effort will be rectified. The Dar Haflaga, building the tower, didn't work. But the proper form of unity, through the proper blessing of Echad, starting right now, that's what's going to happen, I pray, as a result of this plague. The whole earth, it says at the end of Parashat Noah, was one language with one common purpose. Their reaction was imperfect. But in the time of Mashiach, I hope that means today, after having suffered the Mabul Sheldever in the language of the Midrash, after that tragedy, after the coronavirus, all of humanity, I hope, will once again, may everyone be able to successfully Look back at this very, very troubling, trying period. Look back at the Mabul Shaldever, and maybe the world's reaction will be similar, but ever so greater. In the realization of unity, unlike the earlier effort, this endeavor will be successful. Here in Yerushalayim, everyone will be joined together. As the psalmist wrote, Yerushalayim the unifying city under leadership of the Mashiach. As Isaiah wrote in chapter 2, All the nations, all the nations, Will stream to Yerushalayim. All those airplanes waiting to take off. Where they're all going? From all over the world. No more war. No more conflict. None of the nations will be at war with each other because there will be that great proper level of unity after this terrible Mabul shall never. Shema Yisrael, Adonai Eloheinu, Adonai Echad. Study the Rashi on Deuteronomy 6.6. Rashi explains Hashem Elokeinu. Until now, it was only in a limited sense, Hashem Elokeinu. It was a Bechina of Elokeinu, of our God. Hashem, I quote Rashi. Hashem, Shehu Elokeinu, Atta. 
Hashem Shu Elokeinu Atav Lo Elokei Homo Hu Atid Liot Hashem Echad. The whole world will recognize Hashem Echad. There'll be oneness in the world with the proper recognition of the oneness of God, and maybe that's what the secret of all this is about. Zechariah taught, Vahaya Hashem Lemelech Al Kol Haaretz. When did we have that? Kol Haaretz. Vayomahu Yeh Hashem Echad Ushmo Echad. Please join me in a tefillah that we experience this very spirit, very spiritual level, this very spirit of Hashem Echad today, today, right now. Each one of us sitting wherever you are, I see your faces. You know, we're supposed to have a scheduled class next Monday at this very time. But I pray that way before then, we'll all be back here together in Yerushalayim. I don't know if you want to come to a class I'm giving you. There's uh, great things going on here in Yerushalayim. But maybe we could wave to each other. Maybe by then we'll be able to embrace. Maybe we'll be able to shake hands. Maybe we'll be able to dance right here in the holy city of Yerushalayim. Yiratzon. Shenizkeh. Lagge'ula. Hashelema. Miyat. I hope for immediate redemption. And I hope we'll be able to look back at all of this and somehow with the blessing of God, the whole world will unite in the true redemptive process of Hashem. Shalom v'racha, kol tov. Thank you so much for joining. Shalom. Thank you, Rav. Thank you, Rav. Thank you, Rav. Thank you, Rav. Wherever you are, wherever you are, you know. You know, Thank I you regret you have life to come next week. So Thank, you. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. Hashem imachem. Thank you. Shalom. Thank you. Thank you, Rav. Thank you, Rav.